0: It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Let's get it. All football, all the time. You're listening to the best football show. Hosted by Elliot Shure What's going on, everyone? My name is Elliot Shore-Parks. Today is Monday, August 7th, and this is the best football show podcast, the place for the top news and opinion from myself and from the best of the best of Odyssey's football podcast and radio stations. If you like what you hear today, please hit that subscribe button for auto-downloads and make sure you leave a five-star review as it helps the show grow. All right, this week we are going to take a look at the NFC And while there are other teams that can be competitive, Detroit, maybe Green Bay will be a surprise team. Uh, Seattle was a playoff team last year. I think almost any analyst you talk to, any fan really that's being honest would say, there are three teams in the NFC that are true contenders. The Eagles, the Cowboys, and the Niners. I have my own opinion on the Niners from their quarterback perspective, but those are the top three teams heading into the season. Obviously, the Eagles and the Niners played in the championship game last year. And the Niners beat the Cowboys in a really tight game the round before. So going into the year, those are the three favorites in the NFC. And this week, I want to take a look at all three teams and just kind of rank them position by position. Who has the best quarterback? Who has the the best cornerbacks? Who has the strongest receivers? What about the defensive line, the offensive line? So we're going to look at each of the three units, go through each of the three teams and go through one unit each day for the three teams to see who should feel the best heading into the season among the top three in the NFC. Today we're going to talk about arguably the most important position. Clearly quarterback is the most important position. But with, off, with the offensive line, that is where seasons are decided, the depth of the offensive line, your ability to protect the quarterback, your ability to run the ball. Right after quarterback, in my opinion, it goes quarterback, offensive line, and defensive line. So let's take a look at the offensive lines for the three teams, and I'm gonna rank them from worst to best among the the, uh, Niners, Cowboys, and Eagles. All right, let's start with the unit that I think is pretty clearly the worst amongst the three, and that's the Dallas Cowboys. The Dallas Cowboys, unlike the other two teams, have a ton of uncertainty along their offensive line. If you look currently right now, they're projected to to start Tyron Smith at left tackle, Tyler Smith at left guard, Tyler Biedish at center, Zach Martin at right guard, right tackle, Terrence Steele. So if you look at that just holistically, just on paper, there is some talent there. Tyron Smith has been a really good left tackle. Uh, Tyler beadish was pretty good last year as a pass-blocking center, close to top half of the league, but still a young player. Obviously, we know what Zach Martin is, can be the, ret- the best right guard in the NFL, one of the best offensive linemen overall. And then Terrence Steele has shown some potential but it's coming off an injury. So when you look overall, yes, there's talent. The main concern that I have with this unit is just the questions. I mean, Smith and Steele have missed 37 combined games over the last three seasons. Um, When you did the first look this offseason, was what I said Tyron Smith at left tackle, Smith at right guard, and Steele at right tackle. But that's moving stuff around. I mean, this is, you know, these are not the positions those players played the majority of last season. They lost Connor McGovern to Buffalo, and the backups at tackle are extremely unproven. So overall, I look at this unit and I go, if Tyron Smith can stay healthy, if Terrence Steele is healthy and can stay healthy, if Tyler Smith does a good job sliding into left guard, and for what it's worth, Zach Martin reports to camp. He's currently not even with the team. Yes, there is potential there for their offensive line. And when you look at the rest of the weapons they have, Dak, Dak has been good, obviously, in the NFL. Their receivers are very good. Tony Pollard, first year as a feature back, I think is a ton of potential. But the offensive line is the the heart of the offense, especially with this Dallas Cowboys team. And there's a ton of questions. There just isn't those questions with the other units. So would it surprise me if seven weeks into the season we're looking and going, yeah, this Cowboys offensive line is pretty good? Like I said, Smith is healthy, Steele adjusts well, Smith all like the Tyler Smith adjusts well to left guard. But ultimately, right now, there are too many question marks with this unit for me to sit here and realistically take them and anywhere close to the Eagles offensive line. And I still think they belong behind the 49ers offensive line, which we'll get into right now. Because the Niners' offensive line, unlike the Cowboys' offensive line, doesn't really have very many question marks. Trent Williams, elite left tackle. Uh, Jake Brendel, an elite center. Um, Spencer Buford, average right guard. Aaron Banks, you know, probably a little below average uh, left guard. Uh, Connor McVisits, fourth-year veteran. He started in spots before. He did start the playoff game. Obviously, they lost Mike McGlinchey to the Broncos and their top backup uh, tackle last year. To the Titans, but overall, unlike the Cowboys, or at least at the same positions, they're returning four of the five starters. They have a great center. So the, the, the front of the, the front end of the pocket for the quarterback should be pretty good. They have obviously a great left tackle. So they'll be able to handle premier edge rushers. It's that right side of the offensive line then maybe there's some concern, but there's continuity to a certain extent. Uh, There is elite talent that is healthy. That is not the same with the Dallas Cowboys. Their elite talent is coming off of injuries. And I just think they, like I said, they have more talent on this line. So when I look at the Cowboys line compared to the Niners line, I think the Cowboys has as high of a ceiling, but the floor to me on the Cowboys line is way lower. If Zach Martin doesn't work out, if Tyron Smith doesn't stay healthy, I think the Niners can feel pretty good about their line going in, just, just knowing they're going to get above average to really good play from their offensive line. There's not, there's just simply not as many questions as there is with that Cowboys offensive line. All right, number one offensive line. I think it's pretty obvious. I mean, they might have the best offensive line of the entire league, is the Philadelphia Eagles. You go right down the line. Jordan Milata, a bit of a step back last year, but he has all pro talent at left tackle. Landon uh, Dickerson, one of the best left guards in the league. Jason Kelsey, arguably the best center in the league. The right tackle, Lane Johnson, arguably the best offensive lineman, regardless of position, in the league. Cam Jurgens, a second round pick. They drafted him to play center. He's been taking reps at right guard. That is a bit of a question mark. He's slightly undersized for the position, and when you combine him next to Jason Kelsey, obviously Lane, great athlete and great size for his position, but the interior right side of that offensive line is a bit undersized. But the Eagles do have size elsewhere on their line. Landon Dickerson is one of the bigger left guards in the league. Jordan Mailata, there's not very many bigger humans on the earth than him but let alone at left tackler in the nfl so they do still have really good size it's just that right side of the line where they are a bit undersized last year you look at what they did number one pass blocking offensive line number three run blocking offensive line did lose isaac sayamalu did lose andre dillard who was a you know a decent backup left tackle and had some some reps playing right tackle so their depth isn't quite what it is they added dennis kelly um, Jack Driscoll has played some snaps for them. But overall, again, you know, to kind of just look back at some of the issues you see with these other units the Niners, unproven, uh, you know, at, at right tackle. That's less important. That is more important than right guard. The Cowboys, completely unproven at all types of spots and tons of questions. The Eagles are a bit older. Mylada, maybe, you know, isn't like cemented as an all pro talent. But overall, the Eagles' offensive line just simply has talent and it has uh you know a level of certainty that these other offensive lines do not. So in the first you know kind of chapter of going through all these three teams, if you look at the offensive line, I think the Eagles have the best one. I would go Eagles, I would go Niners, I would go Cowboys, and I would probably put a pretty decent gap between the Niners and the Cowboys and a somewhat decent gap between the Eagles and the 49ers. So in what should be a very tight race for the the number one seed in the NFC, the NFC East between the Eagles and the Cowboys, I think one of the most important units on the field, the Eagles get the the edge over the Niners and the Cowboys. This has been the latest edition of the Best Football Show podcast. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Please hit that subscribe button and please leave a five-star review if you like what you hear, and I'll talk to you guys next time.